electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Hi, I'm Kelly Evans, host of CNBC's The Exchange, and here's what's on my mind. In case you missed it, or in case you thought things were looking up lately, the yield curve inversion has just gotten even worse. And that's using the gold standard three-month versus 10-year Treasury yield with a nearly perfect historical track record of predicting recessions. There is a huge temptation to dismiss this. I feel like I've been reading about inverted yield curves for several years now, sighed one observer on Twitter. Even heavy hitters on Wall Street are questioning the usefulness of this indicator. J.P. Morgan economist Michael Faroli just put out a report saying the inversion may only be predicting a sharp drop in inflation this time around, a good thing, as opposed to a recession. Goldman equity analysts think it's happening because investors are pricing in too low inflation in the longer run, which they don't think will return to this time around. But to any of you stock market buyers on soft landing hopes, beware. There are always attempts to explain away inverted yield curves because they always happen way before the economy shows serious signs of weakening. And by the way, this economy is hardly looking solid right now. Just this week, yet another leading indicator, the Fed's survey of bank loan officers, reported less demand for loans at the end of last year and tighter lending standards. We're now at levels broadly consistent with past recessions, wrote Jim Reed of Deutsche Bank, who also uses this data to forecast high-yield credit defaults. The yield curve's message is not at odds with other leading indicators. It's consistent with them. The fact that employment is still strong is also consistent with how recessions unfold historically. It's often the last place they show up. Jobless claims began an obvious increase just eight weeks before the 2007 recession began, and they are at such low historical levels right now that unfortunately, the only place left for them to go is up. And as for hopes that stocks have already bottomed, as Michael Darda of MKM warns, bear market lows typically occur about two-thirds of the way through a recession. The only real way out of this, which would harmonize what everyone is saying and hoping for, would be if the Federal Reserve quickly changed course and started cutting interest rates. Then you might even still be able to achieve a soft landing and avoid another leg lower for stocks. Chair Powell even hinted at openness to this last week, which helped ignite equities and is why Feroli thinks a downturn could still be avoided. But the Fed would have to do far more than just hint about it. They'd have to be proactive now to really stave it off, and most officials are still out there talking about the need to keep rates higher for longer. It may seem odd to cut rates when certain areas of inflation remain sticky and Goldman's economists just slashed their recession odds to 25% this year, but that's because the Fed has to anticipate where we're going up to 18 months from now. Just because things look better in the near term doesn't mean they aren't about to deteriorate, possibly quite sharply around the corner. And remember, recessions occur after the economy has peaked. Peaked? What does peak feel like? It feels like a peak. It feels like the air is clear and everything is fine, just as the long descent is about to begin. In fact, as Michael Kantrowitz of Piper Sandler has documented, the very fact that we are seeing so much talk about a soft landing itself might be one of the most reliable predictors of recession right now. Previous spikes in soft landing news articles on Bloomberg occurred in 2000 and 2006, just before recession set in. Previous actual soft landings, he adds, occurred when banks were easing lending standards as the Fed hiked rates, which is not the case now. All of which is to say, don't let this long wait fool you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow the Exchange podcast, and you can always catch our show live weekdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, only on CNBC. See you then. What? 
What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager.